This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 603, The Art of Giving More to People Who Think They Deserve Less, by Veronica Tugaleva of veronica.org. And for those of you who might be frantically adjusting the volume, no, Joss has not come down with a massive life-threatening cold. My name is Greg Audino, Joss's successor here on Optimal Relationships Daily. I'm sure if you've learned one thing from the work of Joss and those who have written the essay she's narrated for you, it's that things change in relationships, and that goes for relationships with your podcast as well. Uh, After a long run of fantastic work, Joss has decided to step away from Optimal Relationships Daily, and I am honored to take her spot and probably not successfully fill her shoes, but, you know, try my very hardest. Uh, For those who don't recognize my voice, again, my name is Greg Audino, and I am a certified life coach, advice columnist, and also host of the newest podcast in the old universe, Optimal Living Advice, on which we take and answer questions on all kinds of things, and I think I speak for everyone on the team when I say that I'm really pleased with how it's going so far and uh, how many people we're helping out. The format, though, on Optimal Relationships Daily is not going to change, don't you worry, Uh, with the exception of this uglier, more masculine voice, of course. Still going to be reading you terrific essays written by experts in the field and helping you better grasp the ins and outs of relationships. So, with all of that out of the way, let's give the floor back to Veronica Tugaleva and see what she has for us. The Art of Giving More to People Who Think They Deserve Less by Veronica Tugaleva of veronica.org This week, I had the incredible opportunity to give someone more than they ask me for. Long story short, I've been working with someone from my self-love community on the cover of my second book. It was her first time doing a book cover and one of her first paid art projects. She said, her inexperience considered, she wanted $50 for it. I'll let her work speak for itself. I don't want this to turn into a brag fest, so I'll leave the numbers out of it, but let's just say that I gave her much more than she bargained for. And it felt incredible. It felt like the real, true purpose of the holiday season. As I was riding this high, I saw a quote on Facebook about treating ourselves better because, otherwise, we'll attract people who mistreat us into our lives. I share and write quotes like this all the time, but I also share quotes about giving compassion to ourselves and others. And yesterday, I saw how dangerous these ideas of attracting mistreatment and taking responsibility for ourselves can be if they aren't balanced with kindness. How many times have you heard people say that you only get what you think you deserve? For many of us on the journey of self-love and self-discovery, this is an epiphany. Oh, wow, people have been mistreating me because I've been neglecting myself. This kind of thinking can be incredibly helpful, to a point. It can help us stop playing victim and take charge of our lives, yes. It can help us understand why we have certain relationships in our lives that resemble abusive situations of the past, yes. But there are limits to the helpfulness of this thinking. After all, If I only ever get what I think I deserve, then isn't it always my fault that people treat me poorly? And if people only get what they think they deserve, am I not justified in treating others only as they treat themselves? Don't get me wrong, I think that most people don't take enough responsibility for their life circumstances. We certainly can, and arguably should, take charge of our lives and use self-awareness to lead us to a higher purpose, deeper relationships, and a healthier life. I've seen this beautiful shift happen dozens of times. But self-love doesn't eliminate the possibility of being treated poorly. And people who don't love themselves don't always get mistreated either. I do believe that our mindsets externalize into our circumstances. I do believe that we sometimes allow parts of reality that harm us to linger longer if we have limiting beliefs about what we deserve. But does every self-loathing person invite neglect or abuse? No. 
And do all victims experience self-hatred before they get mistreated? No. Sometimes, being mistreated by people is just a coincidence. We end up in the wrong place, or the wrong family, or the wrong relationship at the wrong time. We inherit someone else's self-neglect through their actions towards us. We don't choose these things to happen to us. Some people, my past included, react to being mistreated by putting up brick walls. We lock everything and everyone out. This makes us more prone to acting abusive. It also makes us unable to accept others' kindness. For people like my past self, hitting rock bottom is sometimes the only way to come face-to-face with love, with reality, with awareness. But what about other people, like my cover designer? The people who don't put up walls. The people who are sensitive, raw, and still so tender, despite anything they've suffered. It's harder to be that person than it is to become ironclad and impenetrable. What about them? What about the people who always think they deserve less than they do? What about the people who are so hungry for kindness that they bloom just from one encouraging word? In our capitalist system, we're so often encouraged to fend for ourselves. Build your own dream, follow your own passions, build your own wealth. Strangely enough, much of self-love rhetoric has become this way too. Love yourself, take care of your own life, build your own happiness. But what about giving to each other? What about helping each other? Sure, it's each of our responsibility to love ourselves and to ask for more of what we deserve, but arguably, it's also each of our responsibility to give more to people who don't ask for enough because they don't think they deserve it. Yet. I will show you this picture again in this post in case it isn't stuck in your head like it has been stuck in mine. Maybe I'm biased, but this is one of the most beautiful pieces of art I've ever seen. This artist, I have no doubt, will be famous one day. She'll have more clients, more jobs, more projects. She'll learn to charge more for her time. And I have no doubt that she'll never lose her humility. And maybe I haven't done a whole lot for her by giving her that money, but I think I've done something. Maybe, just for a second, I helped to show her what I think she deserves. And maybe, just for a second, she saw herself that way too. I think that the message of give more to people who think they deserve less should be just as popular and commonplace as believe that you deserve more. We are social creatures. We don't live in self-created bubbles separate from the world. We can heal ourselves and work on ourselves, yes, but we can also affect other people in profound ways. We can impact others' journeys of self-love by being kind and generous. So this holiday season, I challenge you to look beyond your obligations and find some room to give more than what is expected. Find those people in your life who don't expect anything from you and who never ask for a whole lot and give to them. Don't take my word for it. Try it. Once you experience the rewards of this practice, you'll be hooked. Happy holidays, friends. You just listened to the post titled The Art of Giving More to People Who Think They Deserve Less by Veronica Tugaleva of veronica.org. Thank you to Veronica. Really insightful stuff there. Self-love and law of attraction and Similar themes tend to be a little too self-centered for my blood as well. It's really easy to want to take control of our own destinies and, in the process, sort of lose sight of the fact that we still can't take control of the destinies of others. So I loved what you said about how the treatment of others is not necessarily contingent upon the treatment of ourselves. Very, very important stuff to bear in mind when it comes to weathering the storms of certain relationships. So thanks once again, everybody, for joining me here and hopefully (laughs) welcoming me to the show. Uh, As I said, I'm going to do my best to deliver some great content for you. If you are curious to see more of my personal content as well, uh, you can tune into Optimal Living Advice or head to my website, gregaudino.com, 
where I create videos and essays of my own addressing all sorts of common struggles with what I like to think are non-preachy and uh, unique ways of handling them. But in the meantime, have a wonderful rest of your day, a very, very happy start to 2020, and I'll see you tomorrow with the post from Freedom Sprout, where your optimal life awaits.